Starting the first year of Mechiras Chametz, um, although I originally planned on not going through Seder Mechiras Chametz but jumping into the next part, I will start first going through Seder Mechiras Chametz quickly, explaining what it is, and then we will go to the additional parts that I wanted to talk about today. I'm going to be one or two more shiurim on. Uh, topics which are connected to Mechilas Chametz. <coughs> there was two shiurim of Mechilas Chametz given in the past in this kailo. One was given two years ago by Rabbi Chaim Shapiro. It's on YouTube. One was given last year by Rabbi Hamnik. It's also on YouTube. And different elements that have to do with it. The Alter Rebbe begins by a general introduction, which is a, even though it's an introduction to Seder Mechiras Chometz, it's a general introduction for a lot of halachic topics. And he starts, There is a known halachic rule. Many of the Rishonim that we have today, I'm talking about in the days of the Alter Rebbe, were not printed yet in the days of the Taz and the Mogen Avram and those that follow the Taz and the Mogen Avram, such as the Primigodim. Until this generation, as it is clearly seen from the fact that Shita Mekubetzes and certain Masechtes were not printed until recently, recently in the al days. The reason why the Shita Mekubetzes is mentioned here, the Sheres Yehuda will write right in the beginning when he discusses the, the explanation of the Al-Tarebbe's Yisoyed Mechilas Chometz. He says the reason why the Al-Tarebbe brings the Shita Mekubetzes is because his meramis to that that his, the Yisoyed for what is for his for the Al-Tarebbe's Takon and Mechilas Chometz is based on something which is in the Shita Mekubetzes. Lozois, therefore, vada in lismich lehokel lemaisal a kula shenimtsu bedivur achreinim zechen levracha. Therefore, if you have a kula in the books of the achreinim, which is contradicted by rishonim, which the achreinim did not see, that means if the achreinim saw the rishon, the rishon was available to them, and they still made a kula. Obviously, they have a reason for it. But if the rishonim were not available to those achreinim, and they went to the kula on something which the Rishonim contradicted, so you can't rely on it, and you can't, lehokel, you can't rely lehokel on such a thing. Especially on the Isur Deiraisa, like Chometz, where the Torah was so strict that you have Baal Yeroe Ubal Yemotzer. That is a general introduction to determining halachic, uh, when you see a kula from the achreinim, and there's a rishon which contradicts it, and the rishon was not available to the achreinim, that write about it, then you can't rely on that kula. Therefore, from that, Al-Tarebbe moves on to Mechilas Chometz. Another, now comes the introduction to Mechilas Chometz. If somebody's going to come and say that all Mechilas Chometz is, is only... An additional aspect, that the mechira is only done basically, but really the bittel works. That doesn't work. It's a mistake. Why? For three reasons. First of all, chametz which is sold is not included in bittel and in hefker. And that is, why is that? Being being that he has in mind that he's going to reacquire it, reacquire it after, after Pesach. Yeah, that means obviously he's not planning on doing a bittel. If he's bittel and hefker, he's not planning on reacquiring it after Pesach. Huh? What do you mean doesn't belong to him? He sold it, but in his mind, the reason why he's selling it is because he wants to be able to buy it afterwards, after Pesach, buy it back from the guy. 
He's selling it to the guy and with the intention that after Pesach he'll be able to buy it. He's not just letting it go. And the fact is, it means it's a contradiction to the whole concept of, of, of Bittu. And the way he looks at it is, this is how the Tzimach Tzedek explains it in Piskidim and explains it al but if he looks at the, if the Bittu would work, obviously it's not sold to a guy, because he was mafkid it already. If it's, if it's sold to a guy, <coughs> then there's no bittel, it doesn't belong to him. It can't be mevatel, you can't be mevatel, you can't be mevatel something. And therefore, being that bittel and smechire contradict each other, therefore, being that mechire and bittel contradict each other, it says you can't say that the mechire comes on top of the bittel, and the bitl is there, and mechira is only extra. Rather, it's either mechira or bitl, and therefore people are relying on the mechira, and they're only doing bitl for whatever was not sold. Therefore, a mechira in a kadas, if the sale is not a proper sale, he is over, if the mechira never became real, he's over on the issue of and Pesach. And therefore, Yeshlach, you have to be machmir in this issue when it comes to mechire. And therefore the Alter comes and he gives his new way of being, being machmir. But first he starts by explaining what is the issues that there are. The, the, the basically the Alter instituted a few points. First that it should be by out of Kablan, that it should be that the guy has a right to sell it to whoever he wants, and more than one Kenyan. And they say, The Mechiras Chometz, that the Yesoi, the original Mechiras Chometz, which is discussed in the Rishonim, is not the Mechiras Chometz that, that, that was later on in the days of the Achreinim. Rather, it's when the guy purchased the whole chametz, paid full price for it at the time of Erev Pesach, paid the huge full price. The guy went, in those days, obviously you're not talking about the amount of chametz people had today, the most they had was a few things, and they would go to the guy, to, 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 to the neighbor, to the worker, whatever it is, and tell him, here it is, here you have, uh, here you have uh, two bottles of beer and, uh, and, uh, and two bags of flour, the whole thing is uh, 10 ruble, take it, give me 10 ruble and goodbye. And then after Pesach, he would go and he would buy it back from him and pay him for whatever he buys back from him. Not on credit. The Chadashi Mikarivbo came new ideas, and that refers to the Primagodim and the Noida Behuda, the old mention of here in the footnotes, and that you give a down payment. That the way it worked was it would give the guy, the yid would, the guy would give a down payment for the chametz. He would not make a calculation. It wasn't like each person would sell to his uh, cleaning lady or something like that. Rather, he sold to the, rather they would sell all the chametz either through it off or sell to one guy. The guy has no way of paying for all the chametz, especially the guy that we find that maybe some guy do have the, the capability, but even the guy who does have it doesn't have the time to make the cheshbonis before Pesach of everything that he's buying. And the guy would put down a down payment for the chametz to this directly to the yid, and the star would say, "Whatever is left, I am putting it as a loan." That means if the whole chametz would be worth, after calculations, three million dollars, the guy is paying a thousand dollars, so it's two point two million nine hundred and ninety-nine thousand dollars remaining that he has to pay, and those are right, are written off as a loan. And this doesn't work according to Gdele HaRishonim. This is where the Shita Mekubetzes comes in. This Gdele HaRishonim is talking about, is talking about the Rif that is, that is, uh, the Shita Mekubetzes, that he, he brings it over there. That it doesn't work. Like it's clearly written in in the 
the trumas in the trumas addition, and shelo imotzet takonim limkur bezvehakofer v'liskov v'mil ve'ayin sham. Therefore, trumas addition bechol didn't hold of this uh, of this uh, takon of selling and having uh, having left over as that lazois. There is no way of selling it with a only with a down payment and the rest being left as a loan towards the guy. Why is that? Because if you're going to do it in that manner, that the that the sale is only from one that the sale is done <coughs> and then on a down payment and then he receives and then he receives it. And then he receives it back, and then he buys it back afterwards. Then, the, then at the time when he would, when he would, uh, the, the seller didn't have in mind a complete sale of the chametz, because he had in mind, okay, I got part of it, so I sold. But the gemara mekach is going to happen. One of the issues is going to happen at the moment when the sale is completed. Therefore, the Alter Rebbe says, "There's no other takana, rather lius yad yisrael achir ba'emtza to have." Another yid that's there in the middle, in between the guy and the seller. That means, just to explain what that means, is that the guy, that the yid who sells the chametz, there's three people now here. There's a yid who sells the chametz, his own chametz, the whole community's chametz. There's a guy who's buying the chametz. And there's a third yid in between the yid who's selling, between the rav and the chametz. He becomes the art of Kablan. This is the introduction of it. And therefore, the Yid, after the completion of this sale, the Yid and the Goy have nothing more to do. So if the Goy is not going to pay the Yid, he's not going to pay for the Chametz after Pesach, the seller doesn't even go to the Yid. Doesn't need the seller even go to the Goy. He goes to the Art of Kabbalah to collect, to collect what is owed. So the Goy could walk off then, the Art of Kabbalah has to go chase the Goy. But the seller has nothing to do with the guy the moment the out of Kabbalah kicks in. Why is that? Then the Jew who sold the Chametz has absolutely no business dealings with the guy who purchased the Chametz. The guy does not owe a penny more to the Bala Chametz, to the owner of the Chametz. To another yid who's not part of this sale, and his chametz was never, his chayin, he never had the chametz. So now, just a pointer: if a, if a person's out of kabbalah, he obviously has to sell the chametz to a different. Huh? Huh? He sells the chametz through a different rov, a different of kabbalah. And, and also the choiv that the guy owes to the yid does not, it does not kick in right away, but rather only kicks in only kicks in after Pesach. That means the sale is complete and the debt only happens after Pesach. Like it's going to be explained in the shtar that the Alter Rebbe was massacred, which he sent to everybody. Based on the shtar, the Alter Rebbe said each person could send the 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 chametz for all the chametz that he has. You can't specify everything that has to be in the in a written, and this is also this solves a certain problem that you have because if the mechira is done straight from a yid to a goy. Then the guy has to know what he's buying. The truth is that we're not going to discuss today. But the yid has to know what he's buying, and if the yid, uh, the guy has to know what he's buying, every single thing with the price. If he doesn't know what he's buying, the mechir is a suffolk if it kicked in or not. So now, when the whole sale is done through somebody else, and the guy is not obligated to you anymore, at that point in time, you don't have to. You don't have to um, specify. You can't. If you can't specify all the minim bichsav, it still works. Who? <laughs> what do you mean doesn't have to specify? Because then the guy, because if 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 the guy would know the sale is complete now, so if the if if the guy is not clear on what he's buying, he doesn't know how much money he's owed. He's not complete on what he's what he's purchasing. 
like this, the Yid is confident, the guy is not worried about, the, about uh, how much he's going to have to pay. Why? Because he has two, three days after Pesach to make the cheshbin. He has time to go through. In, uh, he has to make, no, he has to make an inventory and everything else. From his point of view, he doesn't owe any money until it kicks in. The Yid owes all the money. One Yid owes all the money to another Yid. The guy purchased everything. In his mind, I purchased everything. I'll figure out what I want to keep, what I don't want to keep, how much I have to pay, everything. I'll figure out later. Yeah, but then the Mechidah never completed. Because the guy is not going to be comfortable now going into a business deal without knowing what he's, going, what he's getting himself into. Good, so, that, so that, would, that would solve that point. But that would not solve the first point that he doesn't know. That would do, you don't know the Kabbalah. The Kabbalah is added to it, yeah. The Ikra Koyal. The main point of the Mechira Shia Shia Yisro Balachomet Savur Vekibil Be'emes. The main point, which was also not instituted in previous Shtaris Mechiras Chomets, that the Yid has to understand. The Yid, the guy who's buying the Chomets, has the full right and authority to sell the Chomets for whatever price is normal. Not a fire sale, but he could sell at the regular price, without any pressure, all the chametz that he acquired in the city. Being that when you sell the chametz, the yid sells the chametz to the guy, through the of Kabbal, he understands that the guy has a right to sell it. He is selling it at that, there's a piece of damim also. There is a, the additional element over here is, there is a, um, sale price. It's not a, a open-ended contract with no sale price that there's no gmar, there's no gmar mekach. You have a pisuk domim. The pisuk domim is whatever the amount that you could sell it for in this city. So he knows he has, he has a, a two bottles of whiskey which are worth thousand uh, dollars each, and he knows the guy could sell it for him. This pisuk domim, his sale was complete. He sold it for two thousand dollars, those two bottles. Sold it to the guy. In his mind, there's a Pesach Dom, because the guy is told that he is allowed to sell it. And the start of the guy is allowed to sell it for whatever the going market rate is. Like when you have a discussion, when you have to do checking price for something, in the Shuma is done by three people. Opinion says you could do the Shuma by one. I'm basically even the Yid knows that the Goy is not going to actually go ahead and sell the Chomets, <coughs> it's still not a problem. Why? Being that the Goy has the right to do it, full legal right to do it. But the only reason he's not doing it is because he doesn't want to deal with it and he wants to sell it back to the year. It's a complete That solves the Mechira of the Chomets. Part one of this. The Mechira of the Chomets has to be done with a full, complete sale. The guy has a right to sell it to whoever he wants at the market rate. There is Pisuk Damim. There is an Arif Kablin that covers the full, rent, the full price of the sale. The guy has nothing more to do with the seller of the chametz, and therefore the mechira of the chametz is a, is a mechira gemura. Now, in addition to selling the chametz, you also have to sell the rooms where the chametz, where the chametz is there. Why is that? Because if the rooms where the chametz remains are in the achrayus of a yid, it's a shayla if chametz in, in, in the property of a Jew, chametz of a guy in the property of a Jew is everybody Therefore, you also sell to the guy the, the rooms where the chametz is located. Now, when they did the old shtaris, the other shtaris, they would also put in the, that the sale of the rooms was also done with, with, uh, with zakaf olive and milva. And over here, the Alter Rebbe says, The same issue we have with selling the chametz, we have with selling the rooms to the guy. Therefore, the solution to it is not to sell the rooms to the guy, but rather to rent, 
to rent the, the, the rooms to a guy. Now, when you rent the rooms to a guy, since it's not a full sale, it's a rental, you don't need an out of carbon for this part. Like I, like I went a lengthy explanation in a special kuntres, I'll call and everything that's explained in this nusach, and that kuntres was never found and never printed, and nobody knows where it is, but there, the Altarebbe, this was a, a letter to the Anash with the Mechiras Chametz, but there was a lengthy kuntres which explained it, Therefore, Tzemach Tzedek and Asheris Yehuda dealt with some of the elements of this Sai in Piskedinim, which I didn't print in your book, and Sai in the Shalas Chuvis to deal with this issue. Then the Alter Rebbe moves on to explain the Nusach of the Shtar. Nusach of the Shtar is a Nusach based on which uh, later Shtaris, Lubavitch Shtaris happened. Chasim HaSeyod Lamad HaToyle Leikim Yoedim The Yid signs Ech Shemocharti Leorel Moitzi Ksav Zeh, I sold to the guy who is the holder of, who is presenting this shtar. Complete an absolute sale without any condition. Every single kind of chametz which I have. In the specific room which is marked off with, uh, and these are the borders of the room. According to the price, the average price that is in the city. If it's in a little village, which does not have a marketplace and does not have set prices, so you're going to write um, in the, according to the price in the bigger city, which is next to this village, because that's where they would go and sell the stuff. According to the time that now could be sold in this city. What does it mean? At the price, what does it mean, the city price? It doesn't mean the most expensive price you could find in town, go to the most expensive store. Rather, it means how much would people pay for it in this city Buying and buying in cash, not in credit. They should be able to take it from here and sell it elsewhere to more expensive and make a profit of it. Or sell it slowly. It means a wholesale price in the city. Like um, when they, uh, what's, what's, uh, in a, in a, uh, Mashke is being sold by the cup, not uh, in, 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 uh, in the inns, not uh, sold by the barrels. Same thing with beer. Same thing with, with, uh, with uh, wheat, which already became chametz. Also any other kind of chametz. Same thing, any kalim which have on them chametz. I'm not going to go into the whole discussion of kalim. You sell the kalim, you sell the chametz. Below the kalim over here, you sell to the guy the kalim which have on them chametz be'ein. Ubesach ubichlal sach akoyl ha'oylem mikol chametz anal. In the total price which includes the chametz, nichlul gamkim mechira zu also includes in this mechira not only the chametz which is in the room which was already marked off, also chatiches chametz sheimatzu bechadorim anal. Also, little pieces of chametz which don't have a set price, and nobody is going to buy a single Cheerio that's sitting on the floor in your room. It's included, even though it doesn't have a price, but I am also selling it, and I am rolling that price, which, which is going to have the calculation, is going to include also the little pieces of chametz which don't have a sale price and cannot be sold, but they are in the rooms which are being sold to a guy. Huh? Bittel is also enough, but since you're including the mechiras, so there's no bittel for it. Bittel works for the crumbs. If you can't, if nobody's going to buy it, and it's not including the mechiras, but the mechiras, the chathil, we include it. Umisach kol Huh? The little pieces. The ro- if, no, the little, and the rooms that are marked off, yeah. that you rented out the rooms to him, 
those two little pieces of chametz are included in there. Bechadarim hanal. Yes. In the rest of the house, you clean your house well. And the... Yeah. No, what would the room? It's dirt in the room that the, the guy is renting it. You want to say that it includes everything in it. Otherwise, it would belong to the yid. Belong to the yid. And then the bittel would work for it. Bittel works, that's the first point. The reason why Mechire, why Mechire is there at ISIS is because the bittel only works if Mechire doesn't work. What? You have to mark off. You have to write where the place is. If you're in the, if you are not in the rishos, yeah, you rent to give the whole house to the guy. Not only the people leave the home. <coughs> no, no, you have to write the addresses. You're renting the rooms. You have to write where the room is. No, today you write. Uh, Today, today, what? Huh? You have to write the borders. Today, we don't do it. Today, we just write in the in the marked places. They put the in the marked places. places, Yeah. You have to mark them off. Yeah, or at least close them off, and you know, uh, close them off with something that you know that that's where it's marked off. Now, from. All the monies that the guy is going to, that I'm going to receive from the guy for all the chametz. For all the money I'm going to get paid, the full payment at the end of Pesach, after Pesach, that I'm going to get from the guy for all the chametz that's in all these marked rooms. After doing the measuring and the weighing and everything else. I'm going to deduct for him chazi rubel. Sherviach le'atzmi ba'tirchos elimkar achametz b'mekach hanal mezumanim. Whatever the price is, he has a built-in profit. The guy has a built-in profit. He has an incentive. Even if he doesn't sell anything, the fact is, I'll make the calculation of all the chametz. And if he's go, even if he's going to come and decide he's buying all the chametz after Pesach, and the full price is going to be. Let's say we're not talking those. They're not talking such big amounts of money. We're talking thousand dollars. He's going to get a certain amount of money for his work. He tried selling the chametz. He had the whole pesach to try and sell it. He worked for eight days. He couldn't sell it because he's a bottle. At least he has a built-in profit. He has a right to start selling now, even though he's not paying until after Pesach, after calculation is done. He already has a right to start selling now. Even more expensive than, than, than the price he has. If he gets a better deal on a specific um, product that he has, he could already, if he finds out that, he has a, that you have a certain bottle of mashka, you think it's worth $1,000, he's able to find a client who wants to buy for $5,000. He's the the cheshvan that you're going to give to him at the end of Pesach is going to be a thousand dollars because that's the mekach beirazu. But he was able to find the collector who was willing to pay five thousand dollars for it. He just made four grand of you. Varevach shaloi and he gets to keep the profit. Vechein same thing. Same thing. If a yid is going to come to the guy on mitzvah yamtev and say. You bought uh, the chametz of, uh, of, of uh, what's his name? Of Yanko. I know he has in his closet a, uh, this bottle. I want to pay you, I want to pay you a certain amount of money for this bottle. That bottle, according to your calculation, is worth $1,000. I'm going to pay you now $5,000. So, whatever Next important point over here. I'm giving the guy and anybody who he sells to full rights to access my property, to take the chametz. It's not enough to just sell it and lock him out. So no, he has to have access to the property. My property. First thing, I already gave him keys 
as a Kenyan, I already gave him keys to, to, uh, to the rooms. By him getting a key to the room, the first Kenyan that he has uh, able to lock the room if he wants to. First Kenyan. For the rooms where the, where the, where the Chometz is in. The Gam, I also, Nosati lo Yodi, I gave him my hand, handshake. Like business deals are sealed with a handshake. I also gave him a handshake. Second Kenyan. The Gam, also, third Kenyan. I received from him the full payment for the Chomets. How did you receive the full payment for the Chomets? You received the first down payment of $1,000. And you received the thing, like it says, the Hainushi Kibati Menu Echot Zahov Mezuman Al Irovin. I first received from him one golden coin as a down payment. Zadatik is a down payment. Like the business people do. Really, the rest of it should have been on credit. But on the rest, for the, down, for the full amount that's going to be, that I'm supposed to receive. After measuring, or weighing, I already received from him. That means the guys, this is already after he received the key, did the handshake, and now he's also receiving the, the, the coin, and, he's, and the Yid is also receiving the star of the Art of Kabbalah. I already received the Art of Kabbalah signature that covers me. I'm already done. I'm fully paid off by the guy. The goy was Nishayev, the, let's say, the, sorry, the Yid, the Art of Kabbalah was Nishayev to the goy in a Kinyin Agav Suder. Now, just remember, Kinyin Agav Suder doesn't usually help, doesn't work for a goy. A lot of these Kinyin don't help for a goy. One of the things that the Altareb Institute in the Shtar was adding the Kinyin that we saw until now for the Chometz, but there's going to be more Kinyanim later. But between the Yid, a Yid doing a Kinyanim Gafsud, it does work. So a Yid will become out of Kabbalah to the guy. Not only did he sign the out of Kabbalah document to the guy and gave it to him, he also was Kinyanim Gafsud that he's becoming out of Kabbalah. To pay on his behalf any money that he owes. Obviously, after taking off the Chatsi Rubel that he receives as payment for his work, the Echad Zav and the golden coin that he already paid, when, at whatever time is written in the Shtar of the Art of Kablin that he signed, and from this moment, all the Chomets was sold, was the Orel Moetzik Savzet to the Goy, from this very moment, without any condition and without anything that I hold still, that I have zero, I release any control, any possession that I have on this, on this uh, chametz. Ve'enli olav, I have no claims, shum I have no claim, no complaints, and no nothing against this goy. V'chol ha'mois, any money that this guy is going to receive, whether he will sell the whole of the Chomets, or part of the Chomets, after Pesach, or during Pesach, any money that he's going to receive from this sale of the Chomets, he does not give me, the seller, he rather gives to the Art of Kabbalah, who is now the person who is responsible for everything. Not to me, a filo prutach has been one penny. The Art of Kabbalah, Hiftiach, already promised, Wait for him the whole day of Yisruchag. If he's not going to succeed in selling all the Chomets of the Goyim during Pesach, he's also giving him an extra day of Yisruchag to sell or whatever chametz he has to sell it to the Yidden, to sell to the Jews in town. Or if it's in the village, Yamtin Beis Yomim. He has to wait two days after Pesach. So the guy could go and sell in the nearby city. 
Why? So the guy would be able to earn his work for his work. Or maybe a yid is going to come, find out about it, and come to the guy and tell him, I want to pay more. If the guy is not going to want to work, he's lazy, he doesn't want to go sell the chametz, as I after could be, um, could be that the that the Kabbalah will want to go and get the chametz back instead of the payment because now the Arif Kabbalah is the one who's dealing with it. He owes all the money, so could be tells him I don't know. Could be that the Arif Kabbalah will want to buy it back. Will want to take it instead of getting the money because the Arif Kabbalah already owes the yid who sold the chametz uh, a few thousand dollars. So he tells it. So he tells the guy, listen, could be. You, instead of you paying the art of Kabbalah, the few thousand dollars that you owe, could be the art of Kabbalah will agree to just take all the chametz back and, 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 and deal with it. But there's no guarantee. And you and the art of Kabbalah will figure out how much money you'll get paid then for it. Again, I have nothing to do with it. More. In addition to selling selling the, the chametz and renting out the rooms. We mentioned the renting out the rooms. Now comes the rental. And this does not have an art of carbon. I rent it out to the guy in a complete rental. All the place of it. For one um, golden coin. Um, the rental is from today until one day or two days, or in the village, two days or three days after Pesach, after Pesach, <coughs> that he has the rental of the rooms with the Now, So he has the chametz accessible to sell to everyone wants to sell. I received from him the full rental price in cash. There's no other, since there's no... Loan? There's not a problem. I could rent out a room for whatever price I want. I could rent out a room in my house for $20. I could rent a room in my house for $100. But there's no, it's not a sale where you have to look at the value. A rental is less than that. The gam also, Mosati I also gave him, I also gave him the keys because he rented the room in addition to doing the key before. That is done as a Kenyan. I also gave him now a conditional key that is for rental of the rooms. And now comes the next Kenyan. Vagav, Kenyan, by him renting the rooms, there's a Kenyan Agav over here which kicks in. All the Chomets that is in these rooms will be Nikne Agav, Karka Agav, the rental of the room. This is an additional Kenyan. Yes, it says, on the previous Kenyan, which was done, which is the Kenyan, Kenyan of money, and the Kenyan of, of uh, giving him the key, the first Kenyan. There's permission, if you want to translate it to Russian, the contract could be translated to Russian. It has the same power as a, as a contract which is done in according to the laws. Both for the rental and for the sale. There's a proof I signed my name. Now go back to the instructions. The Alter Rebbe says, You're going to take this. You don't have to translate it. Um, why is that? This shtar you didn't have to translate because legally they did not have to, in those days, a contract in Russia did not have to be written in the Russian language. In America also, a contract doesn't to be binding does not have to be written in English. But for these kinds of things, it didn't have to as opposed to other things, maybe they did have to make a contract in the, in the language, but, this, but the guy still has to know what he's doing. So even if you just write the contract in Hebrew, the guy, you have to read it, read it for him, you have to read it to him, read to him what it says in the contract. 
וגם נוסח הסימס יד מארלף קאבלן, also the title from מארלף קאבלן, you also have to read and translate to Russian. ולהסביר להייטב, and explain to him very well, so he should understand, yeah, this is the hative mean that he has to know what he's getting himself into and what he's doing. Kohoinion, the whole concept, mirosh ve'atsay, from beginning till end. That is, when you do a mechilas chametz, you can do mechilas chametz, wherever you can do mechilas chametz. It's very, very important that you sit and you're going to have to explain to the guy what kinyan agav is, what kinyan mafteach is, and what kinyan um, of, of kesef is, and try to get a smart guy, it'll be much easier for you to work with him. Huh? Yeah, you don't, not, you don't collect everybody mafteach. You give one mafteach. The Rav gives his mafteach. One room in his house for the schirus. Agav, renting, uh, renting uh, one room, you kind of all the chametz that's everywhere. Ah? Uh? Yeah. I saw the bottom. They usually give the garages. So we'll take we'll take a break from this for a little bit. Go to the page. Page uh, 179, a letter from the Rebbe. It's a letter from the Rebbe, Chilikut Gimel. What you wrote about the fact that of, of giving a key in Mechilas Chomets, which seems like they didn't do. If you probably know, Asher Bekamo Mekoymes Vayoris, in some places, even those are mitzvahs, the they don't do it. Maybe what you uh, what you wrote about being a problem is only the pilpul and not by the galapel. And galapel people don't do it. Interestingly, there are chuvas in the tzavach tzedek, which we're not going to get into today. That discuss if b'diavad you didn't give the key. Seems like the b'diavad became a lechatchila, but the keys are not given from every person. To do it, I did see certain rabbanim that do collect a bag of keys, and they mark them off. But uh, it's only usually done in very small, small uh, mechiras. Not when you're dealing with uh, thousands and thousands of shtaras. Vezen nusach chasimas hayad ma arif kabel, and this is how the arif kabel star looks. My signature will, will testify. All the money that is owed from this guy to the Jew who sold the chametz. For all the chametz that he purchased from him with a complete sale. According to the price which is going, the deal which is referenced in the Shtan Mechireh. That was given to the guy. I am obligating myself to pay it to the Yid. To pay it to the Jew no later than two days after Pesach. In cash. Without any claims at all. On behalf of this guy. Is based on whatever um, price is going to be determined after after measuring and weighing. If the guy will then decide to sell it to other people, obviously if he's not selling it to other people, it doesn't have. There's no there's no uh, there's no uh, there's no uh, sale. The guy could keep the chametz. The shalakel says the guy could keep the chametz or sell it to other people, and all that the art of carbon is responsible for. If the guy is not going to sell anything, and I will then receive from the guy the chametz, the guy will decide he doesn't didn't sell anything. And instead of paying me, he's going to want to give me the chametz. I will receive the chametz. I am then obligated to take all the chametz, sell it. I have to give to the Jew, the other Jew, the seller all the money that is owed for this. Unless the selling Yid <coughs> will then decide that he wants to receive the Chomets as payment. The Chiyuv Zeki Balti Bekinyan 
Agav Sudor Miat Hanal, and I received with this obligation, I took it upon myself with a Kenyan Gomor Agav Sudor from the Goyul Anabayasilachosim, and therefore I'm signing my name here. Huh? What? During Pesach? Yeah. No. <coughs> Why should you not want the Chomets? <coughs> hmm? The only way is if he dies. <laughs> to hold Shaila. Huh? Let me try to get a guy that's not planning on dying. The Kach Yase Behemis Yisrael Bala Chomets. And now, and this is how he's going to do, yeah, with the goy. Um, to do the, the give him the a, a knaf bigda, give him a, a part of his clothing, something he's wearing to kinyan suda. Yeah, yeah. Okay, this is already the the what happens uh, when he, when there's nobody available. Yeah, okay, we'll skip this now. Okay, now that is the the star that Al Terebe wrote in the corner of the Al Terebe when it comes to this. When it comes to this. I don't have enough time to go through the today's shtaris, but let's let's go. I just wanna uh today mostly it, it didn't become uh, accepted across the board. and I don't know don't know uh, don't know why. No, but the evidence is fine. All right, because otherwise, because they all sell, yeah, without matter of carbon. Why is that? Why is it not a problem? It's okay. Because the Shavik Marchaya, the Kolberia. The Shavik Marchaya, the Kolberia. Now, let's go to page A69, short shuva from the Shadis Yehuda. That's what I'm going to. Focus on because the Shadis Yehuda then came and added more Kinyanim on top of the Al Terebin. Al Terebin is in Simon Yud in the Shadis Yehuda, is the whole explanation of Kabon. Page 69 is Simon Yud Aleph in Shadis Yehuda. We're going to the third paragraph. Ulafi. He says, so the, 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 it discusses about selling through a Kenyan Agav, the Kenyan Agav that we saw in the Al-Terebbe Shtar. Ulafi, the Shere Siddur says, the fish being that some people hold that Kenyan Agav does not help for a guy. Ulafi, the only reason why the Al-Terebbe mentions this Kenyan, the, the Al-Terebbe mentions only the Yeser and not as a Yesodizdik Kenyan, not as the main Kenyan. Al-Terebbe mentions Agav only at the end of the Shtar. The main Kinyanim are giving the key and uh, handshake and receiving all the money. I have a custom to also add to also add Kinyan Khalifin. Yes, so the, in addition to the Kinyanim which we have until now, there's also Kenyan Khalifin, which is going to be explained soon. Since the guy does not understand how Kenyan Sudor is done, this is what I recommend. You'd ask the guy to give you something. Okay, what things are those? Kegoin Sakin, a knife. Or fire gitzag or a lighter. Hamotzi yitzayne Yehudi. Don't ask me why, but that's the Shadis Yehuda says that if you're looking for a lighter, you're looking for a knife, you'll find it in the guy's pocket. 
and you ask him for one of those two things that he usually has, tell him, give it to me. And tell him, the reason you're giving it to me, it's a Kenyan for our religion. It's also interesting. It tells you, even though really when you make a mechire, you want that the guy should say that's a full mechire. And it goes to Kenyan Khalif, and the, the Shayla's Yudah right away says, the guy's going to get scared. Tell him it's a Kenyan for our, for religious purposes. And then you give it back to him. Therefore, since you, as Shadis Yehuda says, to add unto the Alter Rebbe Shtar, also Kinyan Khalifin, you add unto the Shtar, add the Lashen that I added, that, uh, that you also do Kinyan Khalifin. Yeah, and then uh, we jump to the end of the paragraph. Even though also in Kinyan Khalifin there's a machlekes if it works by a guy or not. Yeah, that if you combine the Kinyan Agav together with the Kinyan Khalifin, together with the purchase price, the Arvus, the, the, the purchase price, the full money Kinyan, all together it will it will it will kick in. Yeah. Now, when you look at the the the, the Stardis, which are also printed in this book, you should know where to look for it. Starting from page um, page fifty two and on is the star that usually used the that's a pretty standard star that's used to sell to the to sell from the rav. From the Rav to the to the to the Goy. Page fifty-nine is the Art of Kabbalah. And over there in the bottom it already starts the Shtar Harshaw that is that is given from the that is sold from the person to the from the person to the to the Rav. Then you have Shtar Harshaw Merav Larav, page sixty-one. That's if you have a lot of times, a shluchim or other rabbanim, I'm not going to make the own mechilas chametz. They're going to um, transfer it to another rav. So they take and they will transfer their own whatever they received. It's a hasha shleich is a shleich to the uh, to the other rav. And then, in addition to it, afterwards, in the bottom of page 61, starts the shtana mechilas shalabiseinu, which is the 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 rabbeim did not appoint the Rav as a shliach to sell the chametz. Rather, they would sell the chametz to the Rav, and then the Rav would then sell it, make all the kinyanim with the, with the Rav, and out of Kabbalah and everything, and then they would sell it to, then the Rav would then go ahead and sell the Rebbe's chametz further. There is two instances where, where the where the where chametz was sold to um, where it was sold through a harsha, and that is if you look, it means there was a harsha, and then the harsha, then then it was sold, then it was sold vital. If you look in page one seventy one. The Rebbe Rashab was in Tafresh Samach Aleph. He was in Germany for uh, medical purposes. And, and um, he sent, he, he wrote that he's going to send the Friedrich Rebbe his harsha, send the Friedrich Rebbe, his son, a harsha, that he should be able then to sell the chametz to the Rav in Lubavitch. Not only the chametz that the Rebbe Rashab owned in Lubavitch, but also the chametz that the Rebbe Rashab had with him in Germany. That is in page 171. And the other one was in the year Tuf Reish Tzadik, when the Friedrich Rebbe was in America. The Friedrich Rebbe came to America from the end of Tuf Reish till close to the end of Tuf Reish Tzadik. The Friedrich Rebbe was not, in, was, not in, was not in Riga at the time. Um, he was, he was in America, 
and he was in Chicago out of Pesach. And uh, the Friedrich Rebbe wrote a, a it's just on page 172, the Friedrich Rebbe wrote a Shtar HaShoh to the Rebbe. The Rebbe was then in Riga, appointing, appointing uh, the Rebbe to sell, to sell his, to sell the Chametz. If you look, this is a page 174, you have all the three documents, one after another. So the second one, this is page 174, you have it. So you have the, the Ksavar Shah was written on Chavzayin Adar, Tafish Sadik. And even the, the Friedrich could have sold the Chametz in, in, uh, in Chicago to Lubavitcher. The Friedrich wanted to sell it to the regular Rav. And, uh, and it was, uh, he has the whole list of the places where he has. The, he says, I'm giving Koyach Varsha to my to Chasonia, Rav Nachemendo, Rav Levi Yitzchok. Everything that I have in this place. So in this short harsha that the Fidik Rebbe wrote to the Rebbe, appointing the Rebbe, he took care of the three pointers, that the four points that are mentioned in the Alter Rebbe's Takana. Starts by, well, more than that. It says, Again, a quote from the Alter Rebbe. Then at the end, Limker b'mechiro gemura v'chaluta, complete sale. Ule haskir also to rent b'schiros gemura kol mekemish lachametz, rent the rooms, not sell the rooms. Velitin la'koinim drisas aregel b'rushusi, give the koinim entrance to my properties. This is the answer to your question that you asked if drisas aregel b'chatzeri. No, it's b'rushusi, and it was signed. Then, then the then the then the Fidik Rebbe sent a telegram. To confirm that uh, to, there was a telegram sent to to um, to Rebetzin Hamadina to confirm that the star came, and then the Fidik Rebbe sent a letter in end of Pesach, which came in the middle of Pesach, that was that uh, um, a a uh, okay a a kosher felach in Pesach one, and then you have the star of the Fidik Rebbe in. In Tafrit Sadiq, it was not the Shtar of the Fidik Rebbe, but rather was the Shtar that the Rebbe signed as a, as a, uh, as a Mursha of the Fidik Rebbe that starts, it's also on page 173 and also on page 176. Um, if you look in page 174, um, you have when the, the, in the back of this Shtar of Tafrit Sadiq, there, um, it says the Fidiva Ravisrol Zuber Hutak Shtar Mechirazim Mishtar Mechirash Admu Maharash, the Nusach of the Shtar Mechire. The Shtar Mechire is uh, 176, Chasimas Yodi, the Lamata, Toyd, Ole Kameo, Edim Kshenim, and the Moni, Mechanim, Chosimata, Mocharti. He says that I, uh, um, this was the Shtar of the Rebbe's sale. It's on page 176, sorry, I mixed up with this. 174, two is the Shtar of the Rebbe's sale, the Fidik Rebbe's Chamas. So 172, you have it. And this was, this was signed on Yud Gimel Nissen, because that was Erev Shabbos. Erev Pesach was on, uh, was on Shabbos. And then on page 175, 176, you have the, the Rebbe's the Rebbe's uh, star, the Rebbe's star mechire that he sold himself, and over here you have the address in Riga where he was, where he was, uh, where he was, where by the Fidik Rebbe's house, and then his address in in uh, in Berlin, in, the, in some addresses in Berlin, and that is that star. Now, if you want to look. Page 178, on the back of the Rebbe's Shtar, interesting what was added, the locations of the Chomets. Alagag Tzad Mizrach Droimis, on the roof, on the southeast corner. Ha'aliyah, u'be'argas she'becheder ha'chilo ha'oymed l'tzatzofen. Number five, and there's two addresses. There's number five and there's number one. And number five, it's in the... Attic and in the box, which is 
in there's a case which is in the lunchroom, and the northern side, and on the number one apartment on the, on the south side, all the locations where the chametz is there. Huh? Yeah, in case there is anywhere else that I'm not aware of, that covers it. But really, if you know where it is, you don't just sign a name and go on. You're supposed to write now. It obviously covers something you're not aware of that you forgot about. It'll cover, it'll cover all those things. And with that, we'll conclude the first shear on Mechiras Chametz, and we will move on to the other topics, the next two shiurim and Hashem.